WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio That's our news I'm Bob Agnew in Washington Firefighters in Kharkiv worked tirelessly to control a massive fire after a Russian drone strike hit civilian infrastructure the blaze burnt down 15 private houses according to Kharkiv's regional governor Kharkiv's mayor, Ihor Terekhov, posted a defiant video on his Telegram channel in which he said, The Russian aggressor is destroying our hero city, Kharkiv, but we will overcome this. And that report from Karen Chamas. Former Missouri Senator Jim Talent is optimistic the supplemental foreign aid bill will pass in the Senate and eventually in the House. And I think eventually it will pass the House. Because I think it's in the interests of the United States to support those countries that are opposing our adversaries. Former Senator Talent, interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. This is SRN News. Charlie Kirk believes we're seeing unprecedented behavior. This is not an exaggeration. This is not hyperbole. This is an attempt to nullify the United States Constitution. This is not justice, everybody. This is seething, neurotic revenge. Revenge against Donald J. Trump for even daring to run for the president. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Inside your 1 o'clock hour this afternoon here on AM 1280. The Patriot. Stay tuned. You're just moments away from the headliner edition of the Northern Lights Radio Network with Mitch Berg. But first, a quick look at your weather forecast for the weekend from the AM 1280. The Patriot Studios. Mostly sunny today, high in the mid-30s, while tonight's low dips down to 24. And tomorrow for your Sunday, partly sunny, high in the upper 30s. For Monday, warms up even more, mostly sunny, high around 41. It's AM 1280 The Patriot. Stay tuned. Mitch Berg with the Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which, uh, passed unbeknownst to most of the world, celebrated its 22nd anniversary, 22nd birthday, as my primary written outlet. Uh, uh, February 5th, of course, the anniversary of the uh, founding of Shot in the Dark. The One of the blogs that was actually the precipitating event of this very show, back when it was a lot of us bloggers and there was like five or six or seven of us in the studios on a Saturday afternoon. Sometimes we were the Minnesota Organization of Bloggers, uh, the Northern Alliance of Blogs, as Hugh Hewitt uh, christened us way back in the day, which eventually turned into a show, which 20 years ago on uh, March 6th turned into the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We'll go over that history in a couple of weeks here because... There's plenty of it to talk about here. And, yeah, plans for that, that 20th anniversary and, by extension, 10th anniversary party are actually underway here. We should have some news to talk about next week. There, I've committed. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also listen to us on FM 107.5 in the West Metro or the am 12 com app or just go to am 12 com where 
Statistics tell us some of you already are. You listen to us on the live stream or via the podcast at am12athepatriot.com slash podcasts. Now, it's a big week in the news this past week. They always are, and this one perhaps bigger than most. We're going to delve a little bit into national news here, uh, which something I don't normally do. The uh, the, the, the <laughs> This station has very little in the way of local coverage. I mean, more than enough. Brad, myself, Jack, uh, King, and I. Uh, cover the local beat, and we do it uh, with absolute airtight thoroughness. But every once in a while, there's a theme that happens at the national level that ties in so closely with what I like to talk about here, state uh, state of Minnesota, metro area, of course, being from St. Paul, St. Paul area politics myself. And uh, it, it ties in so well with a larger theme that we as conservatives have to deal with. In fact, it's it's it it kind of I, I'm not a big believer in connecting the dots into great big unified conspiracy theories. I don't know why I'm doing my Nick Coleman voice. I don't know why I'm so big on connecting those dots, but I will. And it's it's not dots that necessarily need covering so much on the national level. Because yeah, we got Hugh Hewitt, we got Dennis Prager, we got Mike Gallagher, we got Sebastian Gorka, we we've got uh, Charlie Kirk and and the rest of the crowd. Who else? Oh, Ben Shapiro uh, uh, over on the fifteen seventy covering the national stuff really really well. I mean, some of the best national coverage you will find anywhere at any price for any reason. Uh, so that's there's not much need for Brad, Jack, and King and I to cover the national news so much except that it ties into something that I really want conservatives to kind of click with mentally here. Uh, so I'll be talking about President Biden's, what Ben Shapiro called, the most disastrous press conference in history. That'll be coming up a little later on in the hour here. But it ties into something that uh, has been, things that have been going on here in Minnesota politics. Now, one of the things that I have been referring to over the last probably almost 10 years in this broadcast is linking the traits of the narcissistic partner, the narcissistic sociopathic partner, with the way that DFL and the Democratic Party nationwide treat you, the voter. And this came out in a big way this last week. Aaron Murphy, Senator Aaron Murphy of Highland Park, uh, who was the progressive's choice for governor of Minnesota. And I think Ken Martin realized that her and Aaron May Quaid uh, were going to get shredded in a statewide vote. They were not going to play outside the 494, 694 circle at all. And he was probably right. Uh, but she has gone on to become basically the, the Wizard of Oz behind the progressive movement here in Minnesota. She may not be the most visible single person. Well, wasn't. That took a big move this last week. Uh, but she is one of the people, I think it's fair to say, who sort of moves the needle for progressivism with all that that means uh, in St. Paul at the Capitol. Anyway, she became, became a little more overt this past week. Uh, she's the new Minnesota Senate Majority Leader, replacing uh, Senator Diedzik, who, by the way, I wish the very best in her ongoing battle with cancer. She she has left her leadership position Uh, to fight a recurrence of the cancer that's been dogging her for some time. I wish her all the best. Um, What that means, and it was interesting, a a reporter for the Pioneer Press asked people what they think it means. I'll I'll answer that, Fred. What this means is the old labor coalition that used to run the DFL and really pretty much ran Minnesota 
from the 1940s, really, up until probably the 1990s, has been demoted to the back seat. The Rudy Perpich uh, Democrats, I mean, perfectly symbolized by by Senator Diedzik's father, Walt Diedzik, who was a longtime Northeast Minneapolis politician, who was a, just a perfect metaphor for the coalition. I mean, yeah, blue-collar guy from Northeast or, or the Iron Range or, or who knows, maybe even Thief River Falls. You're pretty much your typical Rudy Perpich voter. I mean, Iron Range or Northeast, uh, blue-collar Frequently Eastern European or Northern European might be Finnish socialists, might be Polish, uh, Polish liberals like like Diedzik himself, but union guys, frequently even private sector union guys. Back when the DFL took the L in DFL as more seriously than 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 just the public sector unions. In fact, if the DFL was to rename itself today and follow truth in advertising res- regulations, they'd have to call themselves the D-P-U-L, uh, right, the Democrat Public Union Labor Party, because the farmer's long gone. I mean, the, the agricultural parts of the state are as hard red as the Dakotas these days. CD7 will never be Democrat again. Uh, but uh, let, me, let me amend that. CD7 will become blue when CD5 becomes red. There we go. There we go. And CD1, probably not far behind. Six, you never know. Six is just flaky. Eight looks to be nice and red for a long time, which, again, just blows my mind. If you'd have told me when I started doing this show almost 20 years ago that CD8 would ever, ever be uh, a Republican district, not just uh, vote Republican, but become a fairly safe seat for a meat-and-potatoes Republican, I'd have said you were... Well, probably in a mental state not much different from that of our president, which we'll get back to in the next segment or so here. But uh, anyway, Murphy, uh, if, if, if Carrie Diedzik and her father represent, well, let me recap that here. If Walt Diedzik represents the old-fashioned blue-collar L in labor, all labor, the, the Democratic farmer, private and public sector labor party that held sway in this state, from probably the 1940s into certainly the end of the uh, Perpich years. Uh, and and her, his daughter, Carrie, was, was sort of the, the, the last vestiges of that legacy. Aaron Murphy represents the, um, how do we put this? Great leap forward for the, no, that's not, that's not a good, that's such a loaded term. How about cultural revolution for the, no, that's another bad one to pick. I don't know. Five-year plan for the DF. Well, there we go. There, there's no connotations to that term. Uh, Aaron Murphy represents the the five-year plan for the DFL Metro. Member, I mean, affiliated with the public employee unions. I, she's a nurse of some kind or another. And I will bet you dimes to dollars she works for a public, or when she was a nurse years and years and years ago, she she worked for one of the larger public hospitals with a big honking public employee union contract. And by the way. Along with being Metro and very, very hard blue, she's not one step behind the squad in terms of having perfect progressive credentials. And you saw that during her gubernatorial campaign. You saw that with her choice of running mate, Aaron May Quaid, who, good God, Apple Valley, come on, get right. Get right out there. We're burning daylight. You cannot keep going with this lunacy of sending Aaron May Quaid to the Senate. 
This has to change here, folks. You're, you're better than this. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, Senator Murphy, on being crowned as Senate Majority Leader, said, quote, we are committed together, 34 members, to make sure that we are improving the lives of Minnesota, says new Senate Majority Leader Aaron Murphy, the DFL uh, new uh, from St. Paul, from Highland, from Highland Park. Where else? By the way, when we talk about what the DFL wants to do to, quote, improve the lives of Minnesotans. Have you noticed, and I know some of you have because I'm talking about this on Twitter, and I think Walter Hudson has picked up on some of this as well. Has anyone noticed that if you leave all the anthropological terms out of the rhetoric, like what species you're talking about, the, quote, improvements, end quote, the DFL is trying to, quote, make, end quote, into the lives of, quote, every Minnesotan, end quote, are the kind of thing a dog owner does to take care of a dog. A dog who is dependent on him, who has to be fed, and given the right amount of praise and a little bit of positive affirmation, but also kept firmly in line. Can't get on the couch, boy, girl, whatever kind of dog you are. I'm not a biologist. But you stay out of the kitchen. Don't be jumping on the table. The, 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 DF, the, the way Minnesota, the DFL takes care of, of, of the people of Minnesota, or, quote, improves the lives, end quote, of, of all Minnesotans, uh, to put it in Senator and Majority Leader Murphy's terms, is indistinguishable. Well, it's one of three things I'm trying to decide here. The DFL treats people like one, maybe more, of three things. Either like the junior high mean girls or middle school, I think they call them here in Minnesota, the middle school mean girls who make sure everyone is uh, absolutely up and, and saying exactly the right things about everyone at the right place at the right time. Or they get ostracized out of the business, ostracized out of school. Life gets made a living hell. And there's certainly a, a case to be made that the DFL is that a, a good friend of this broadcast uh, posted that on social media, watching the way. The DFL treats things like rhetoric about transgender children, for example. If you don't say the right things, if you don't post the right sign in front of your house, the in this house sign with all of its all of its proclamations, people might gossip about you. If you don't have a BLM sign in the front door of your office or out on your front lawn, what's the matter? Aren't you on board? People might start to talk about you. You wouldn't want to have people talk about you. Maybe say you're kind of icky pooey. So junior high mean girls, middle school mean girls if you're in Minnesota. I hate, always hated that term. Anyway, don't know why. Uh, the other one, of course, is the one I've been talking about for years and years and years, the gaslighting significant other, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, whatever. The one who gaslights you and you say, you, you don't know what you did. That, that wasn't what happened. No, you, no, I didn't hit you. I tried to grab you as you tripped. And I'm sorry, it's not my fault if you smacked into my fist on the way down. What are you talking about? You don't remember what you think you remember. Or the bad dog owner, the dog owner whose main charge in life is to make sure that you, you, the dog, make, make no mistake about this in this relationship the DFL is the bad dog owner, and you, good citizen, are the dog. 
We'll talk about those when we come back and tie those to President Biden's press conference in a moment here. 651-289-4488. Let's take a quick break. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can also join us on Twitter. Gab, MeWe, and Getter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Say, play The Patriot, Minneapolis. (coughs) Oh, this cold. Honey? (laughs) Honey? Honey. You need Dayquil Severe Honey. Dayquil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a honey-licious taste. Because life doesn't stop for a cold. Okay, I'm ready to go. (coughs) Now I'm getting a cold. Honey. Try Dayquil Severe Honey for powerful cold and flu relief. Dayquil Severe with honey flavor. The daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, honey-licious, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. While forces attempt to divide us by race, class, and gender, Take Charge Minnesota empowers people to take charge of their lives. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, all month as we celebrate the success of those who have achieved the American dream. You can also help counter the cultural victim narrative by watching the film, I Am a Victor. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on the I Am a Victor banner on the homepage. Take Charge Minnesota believes in the idea of America and that it works for all who pursue it. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, if you disagree with me, you get on the air first. So, try that at any other station. Public radio. <laughs> the other uh, stock stations, don't forget it. Uh, the, the 9 fifth, no, the uh, the progressive station. <laughs> You've got to be crazy. Anyway, disagree with me, you get on the air first. So, 
The Freedom Fan Club members get premium content and on-demand access to all your favorite local shows. Just click podcast. Dancing on the ceiling, the dancing the AM12A, the, the, the Patriot.com. There, you get access to a deep archives of interviews, conversations on the big happenings of the week, and hot topics and important issues, including this show. So, I know it's cold outside. hypothetically, Come on, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join. By the way... It's a little odd that we're in studio. You might be saying, hey, something feels weird today. And, and you'd be right. Because if you've been in tune with the rhythm of this show, which has a rhythm to it, kind of like the seasons do. I mean, in the, summer, in the deep, humid heart of the summer, the show is out at the, uh, at, at the State Fair. During some of the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the, the days of spring and fall, we're usually at some sort of a station event or another. And some of those hopefully coming up here soon. And... This time of winter, this specifically being the second Saturday in February, since I believe 2010, we have been out at Medicine Lake doing Holes for Heroes. Well, perhaps you've noticed it's been all the papers. It's been a bit of a mild winter. Uh, There's no need to drill into the ice to fish on Medicine Lake. Ergo, not much point in an ice fishing contest. So sorry to say, Holes for Heroes is off for today, for this year apparently, hopefully Given the way weather works here in Minnesota next year, it'll be probably 10 below with a howling wind, and it'll be, the ice will be too thick for a typical ice auger to get through. That would be just fine because I'd, I'd want to get back out there on the ice. At any rate, more on uh, the schedule here when we come back here. But that's uh, By the way, Camp Bow Wow would have brought you the event, and we do hope you check out Camp Bow Wow. Check them out in the search engine of your choice. Uh, it is uh, definitely uh, glad to have them on board as a sponsor, and we'll certainly hope to have an actual event for them to work with us on here shortly. Here, so six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call should you care to get involved. So anyway, Aaron Murphy, uh, one of the progressive standard bearers in the Minnesota State Legislature, has been all along. Uh, nothing changing here. Uh, she, she comes with some good reviews as a human being. I, I and I have to say this, uh, and it kind of pains me that I have to say this, but but I do, because I've been thinking about this a lot in recent weeks, uh, the extent to which uh, someone's political allegiance defines them to other people, everything about them to other people. That's, that's not the generation I grew up with. And it's I don't think it's a good thing that, that people treat people that way. I, I come from a generation where your politics don't define everything about you as a human being. Now, there are things that people on the progressive side that I believe that I find noxious and horrific. I try not to let that color my impression of them as a human being. I'll just leave it at that. But Aaron Murphy has good reviews as a human being by some a number of her former Republican colleagues in the Minnesota State House and Senate. That's perfectly fine. But the DFL, uh, she is there to push the DFL's agenda while the DFL has still complete control of the trifecta. The governor, the senator, uh, the, the control of the governor's office, the Senate and the House, which means they get everything they want. Hardly even a speed bump. Now, this is an off year. They'll be talking about uh, bonding and the Republicans do have some leverage in the uh, in the bonding department, some of the bonding bills do have to pass with a much greater degree of majority than just regular budget bills. Republicans can Republicans can use that to get some uh, concessions, some cooperation from these uh, the Democrat uh, trifecta that they didn't get last time. 
make no mistake, they will be using uh, the, the Democrats will use their complete control of the media to try and bludgeon, log roll, gaslight uh, the public into supporting their uh, measures. We'll come back to to that here in a moment here, just because uh, it may be that the DFL has finally gotten to the verge of going just a tad too far. We'll we'll find out here, perhaps in this upcoming session here. But given this is a bonding year, the the GOP has a few more options since some of the bonding measures do require, I believe, a 70 percent or 66 percent majority, considerably higher majority than just a regular budget where they had to get 50 percent plus one of the vote uh, and get the governor to, to sign it, which with the wires firmly attached to to Lieutenant Governor Flanagan's uh, control uh, panel, uh, he did. So let's look at, though, I mean, Aaron Murphy, the, the new Senator Murphy, the new Senate Majority Leader, uh, said in her quote, we're committed to make sure that we are working to improve the lives of Minnesotans, said the new Senate Majority Leader Aaron Murphy, the DFLer of St. Paul. That's That was the uh, Minnesota reformers' take on the installation of, of Senator Murphy in office. Now, let's talk about what their idea of making life better for all Minnesotans is. I, I'm going to hearken you back 14 years, well, probably 13 years now, Remember when the Tea Party swept, almost swept all of state government? Now, in 2010, Minnesota came as close uh, as it has been in my lifetime to becoming a red-run state. The, the Tea Party swept, almost completely swept the office. I, it swept the, uh, the legislature. We took a commanding lead in the House and Senate uh, and wasn't even close. I mean, absolutely, it was a shredder of an election because people were genuinely and legitimately concerned about Obamacare and the other vast overreaches in federal and state power. And by the way, also the ruinous deficit spending that the DFL undertook uh, when it ran the House and Senate during the Pawlenty years, when Tim Pawlenty was governor, and Tim Pawlenty was Tim Pawlenty was in the same position that Mark Dayton would be a year later, f- holding the line himself vetoing uh, measures sent to him by a wastrel spendthrift DFL legislature, more or less like the one we have today, except he was a Republican. And while some Republicans said he wasn't the perfect conservative, he was certainly the best we could get at that time. And boy, wouldn't it be nice to have him now? (laughs) Anyway, I mean, perfect is the enemy of good enough, folks. There are Republicans out there who say, if you're not the perfect Republican, we don't want to get you into office. I mean, if if you agree with them 70 percent of the time, that doesn't make them your 100 percent enemy. The other 30 percent doesn't make them the enemy. It just means, okay, it's it's extra help in pushing the agenda at least 70 percent as far as you want it to. At any rate, a good friend of this broadcast uh, got into office there among the many Republicans who were elected in, in really a landslide year. A year that should have given us the trifecta. I, honestly, if you remember, this was the year that Tom Emmer came within 8,000 votes of winning. And people say, ah, he wasn't a good candidate. Now he's a great candidate. People say he's not conservative enough. Oh, shut up. Yeah, of course he is. I mean, to be governor of Minnesota at that time, yeah, he was conservative enough. Not as conservative as you, maybe not even as conservative as me. But compared to Mark Dayton, compared to Governor Clink, come on, take your pick. Really, honestly, take your pick. And the only reason he lost, and others may quibble about this, I I reject the quibble, 
is that Tom Horner was basically a Potemkin Republican financed by progressives with deep pockets who put made moderate Republican noises to kind of bring over the Arnie Carlson, Dave Durenberger voters that were still holding out like Japanese soldiers on the islands 30 years after the war ended. Uh, that kind of I mean, that's why Tom Emmer lost, not because he was too angry, not because uh, the, the LGBT cr- uh, crowd threw their flash mobs at Target, not because they started bullying Target into submission, but because there was a fake Republican on the ballot who soaked up a lot of votes from a bunch of FUDs who thought that Arnie Carlson was the dreamiest uh, and as conservatives we really, really need to get. That's why. Anyway, back on topic. One of the people who was elected back then in, in 2010 was a good friend of this broadcast, uh, Representative Mary Franson from Alexandria. And it's fair to say that she could have had some better message discipline earlier in her career. Uh, she... And by the way, the, the thing she got in the most trouble for was a, a YouTube video, I believe it was she did from her office, talking about why government poverty programs were a bad idea. And she she stated a case that's perfectly legitimate, in, in, metaphorically speaking. And she left in, in in the middle of making a really good point. She left just a little rhetorical handle out there for the DFL noise machine to grab onto and pull the whole thing out of shape. She said. Government poverty programs uh, treat people like animals. And, of course, the leftist noise machine and the bloggers and, and Minnesota Public Radio all say, hey, she called poor people animals. You get right down to it. She did. But not animals in the sense of, hey, you're a bunch of filthy vermin. No. More like the DFL's idea of making life good for you is treating you like livestock, like Like a dog owner is supposed to treat a dog. We'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Pro-Life Across America, the At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. 
That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. This is Dennis Prager. I am excited to announce the all-new PragerTopia Plus. You can listen to my show whenever it's convenient for you, all commercial-free and all on demand. Now with Prager Plus, search topics, guests, and segments all the way back to 2010. And now a truly exciting new benefit, my monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. This is where for an hour each month, PragerTopia Plus members get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. That's right, anything. It's on video. I'll be talking to you and answering your questions. We may even have a special guest every now and then. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is only available to PragerTopia Plus members. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, don't forget, Patriot Half-Off Deals Program brings you 50% or more savings on great products and services in the Twin Cities. That's why it's called the Half-Off Deals Program. Clever, get it? Right now, get half-off on Breathe Freedom from Nicotine. You can kick the habit, save tons of dope when you quit smoking, chewing, vaping, whatever it is. It's a smart investment in your well-being and yourself. So, today you can save half-off Breathe Therapy. Just go to am12athepatriot.com, click on the Patriot Half-Off Deals program, and get, well, half-off. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me, and I sincerely hope you do, because this is talk radio, not just listen radio, you can talk back. This was the first social medium, and in a lot of ways, it's still the best social medium. Hope you can partake here. 651-289-4488. So we're talking about the the DFL and what the DFL means by doing their making lives for all Minnesotans better and uh, it's, it, it it brings up an interesting little juxtaposition because both parties really everyone wants to make almost every sane person wants to make life better for other people I mean, that's that's not even a, a contention i don't think but what that means to the different parties it can be very, very different things. Now, I think it's safe to say uh, that as, if, if you're conservative, you want government to make it to, to get out of the way of you being the best human you can be, whatever that means. Best social human, best economic human, best business human, whatever. Business is uh, government, rather, if you're a conservative. And by conservative, I mean a uh, a. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, a, a actual Reagan paleo conservative, a traditional Sharon Declaration conservative, let's just say, is about make, getting government into the business of, of making sure that there's order and stability so that economic life can continue. Because without order, prosperity is impossible. And without prosperity, freedom is kind of irrelevant. And by the way, if you're not prosperous, societies that don't have a certain amount of prosperity People don't have time to look out for the bigger things in life, like like self-government. You don't have time to go to caucuses or go vote in primaries or vote 
when you're working from sunup to sundown to keep from starving. And without order, prosperity is impossible. If you aren't relatively certain you can take your crops to market without getting robbed there, going there, coming back, or at the market itself, robbed, swindled, pillaged, whatever, or having your crops burned by a foreign invasion or whatever it is, then prosperity is impossible. No order, no prosperity. No prosperity, no freedom. No freedom, well, then the rest of it's irrelevant. You're just a, a pet, essentially. You're livestock at best. And you know what happens to livestock when they outgrow their usefulness or when someone gets hungry, right? Right? So conservatism, in its classic movement sense of the term, which is what I'm here to speak for, tries to help government, basically wants to have government do what is needed to give us the, the right combination of order, prosperity, and freedom. They are in tension with each other. Order and freedom are always tug, uh, tugging at each other. There's a constant tug of war between order and freedom. You don't want people speeding down the road. You don't want to have cameras checking your license plate and, and making sure you, you don't speed down the road. Order versus freedom. So you don't want people driving drunk down the road. You don't want government making you blow a breathalyzer to unlock your car. I mean, it's the struggle between order and freedom. Conservatives want to optimize the results of that struggle and get out of your way for everything else so that you, being the ultimate judge of who you are, I mean, on this earth at least, who you are and what you want and, and how you want to get there, conservatives at our best want to get government out of your way. You want to say that doesn't sound like the current populist Republican mantra? You may be right. That's another whole subject. Now, to progressives, on the other hand, humans are units of consumption. They are people who consume things, and and that's the dominant factor of their life. In fact, they are such consumers that we have to regulate their consumption so their consumption and post-consumption, shall we say, doesn't destroy the planet. And they're certainly not intelligent enough to do that. The political process has to do that. In the meantime, we have to take care of them. We have to satisfy their material needs. And if they're, for whatever reason, came up short in life's lottery, we have to we have to we have to make sure their material needs are satisfied rather aggressively by taking the, the resources from the people who have them and using them to improve the lives of, of those who, who don't. And, and by the way, you don't find a lot of conservatives who say, let's tear down the welfare system completely. Let's just rationalize it. Uh, but progressivism, even liberalism, and it's, it's the sense that we understood it from the 1960s through probably about 10 years ago, was about treating people like units of consumption, things that, that consume Regardless of what they produce, regardless of the good they bring to the world intellectually, economically, morally, personally, socially, it's a zero-sum game, and each of these little units of consumption out there takes some of the pie that needs to go to other people, and by the way, to, to the ruling class, let's not forget that. Another way of looking at it is they treat humans like livestock, pretty much like Mary Franzen said in that tweet that she got raked over the coals for in 2011. 
But she was right. I mean, she could have worded it more artfully. She could have been a little more defensive in the way she put it out there so the DFL noise machine couldn't turn it into a bloated caricature of what it had actually been. But she was right. Progressivism, liberalism in the in the small L sense of the term, or I'm sorry, the big L sense of the term that the Democrat Party uses, treats individuals as consumptions, not people with boundless potential that government needs to f- protect, but otherwise not hinder. Now, there are people out there who are just fine being treated like the term livestock sounds so prejudicial. It, it says you know, people are basically a herd of cattle, of sheep, of, of goats, of some you know, chickens, perhaps some people that, that have value in the sense that, well, the same sense that a herd of cattle or a flock of chickens has value. Uh, they, they produce something that you need in the case of livestock themselves. But on the, you, you have to take care. The burden is on you, the all-knowing, all-powerful government or rancher. Or if we, if we go to the metaphor of, of society being a dog and government being a dog owner, same idea. You have to take care of the dog or there might be consequences, maybe, sort of. Hungry dog might attack you in your bed. Who knows? But you have to, you have to make sure the dog gets food. You have to make sure the dog gets to the veterinarian just enough because God knows the dog can't get himself to the veterinarian. No, sir. But you, you, you don't expect the dog to actually have, or the cattle or the goats or the chickens or whatever metaphor you're using here, to actually have the agency to affect their own life, which is the opposite of the way conservatives look at it. And there, there's, this has turned into a really abusive ugly approach on the part of the Democrats nationwide and the DFL in particular here in Minnesota. I want to get to that in a moment here, but first let's go to the phones. Jack in Minneapolis, welcome to the Northern Alliance radio network. You are on the air. Go right ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Say uh, there's a book called the end of uh, race politics by Coleman Hughes. And he uh, uses Mary Moriarty as an example of kind of the uh, oligarchy narcissistic yeah, uh, politician. You stole my thunder, uh, but had, go right ahead. Go ahead, carry on. Yeah, my point is that he's an African American who went to Columbia University, and he's a, a well-spoken, well-articulated human being who uh, accentuates that the black community is abandoning uh, the so-called Democratic Party because of their kind of emotional abuse. Uh, of them over decades. So I just wanted to share that with you. This is actually, you you jumped right ahead of what I was going to get to here, which was uh, Walter Hudson, great friend of this broadcast, one of my favorite people that I have had fill in for me on this broadcast over the years, uh, had a great tweet about this that ties in exactly with that and with what I've been talking about here. And I quote, excuse me, a a tweet that came out uh, Thursday, quote, failure to hold offenders. This relates, by the way, to the, the both Mary Moriarty's Aversion to prosecuting criminals as opposed to law-abiding people who might commit self-defense. Her aversion, well, no, it's not an aversion. It's a policy. And there's a reason for this policy. We'll talk about that when we come back. But I quote Walter, failure to hold offenders accountable treats them like animals who don't know what they're doing and can't be expected to behave like humans. He said, man, let's just go humans. To the extent we look for excuses for criminal behavior, we are dehumanizing both the offender and and their victim. And that right there is the crux of what I was saying. This, the, the, it's the flip side, or arguably perhaps 
the main takeaway from the DFL's people are actually livestock or, or dogs philosophy. You treat them as consumption machines who only care about getting their material needs satiated. Deny their agency. They, they have no choice, positive or negative. Conservatives, of course, realize because it's all around you if you study humanity. People have agency. People have free will, and they can use that free will for good, sometimes profound good, and often for profound and sometimes merely banal evil. Either way, it's the way humans are. And you can't support them out of it. You can't satiate them your way out of it. Now, if you're a DFLer, if you're a progressive, you can exploit that trait. We'll talk about that when we come back. We tw- I will take a quick break here. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, if you would. See you in a bit. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for connection. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. Me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Hey, it's Mike from Chanhassen. The storm damage that we had was uh, golf ball size hail chunks, and it cracked some of the, the existing tiles putting this roof on it it's a little complicated we had to take our copper gutters off that jtr helped us out on and uh, you needed some roofers that really knew what they were doing and we also uh, had some damage uh, on some of the sliding doors facing the lake where we live off of and they were able to work with marvin and we are we'll be putting the windows in with help from jtr on that also JTR probably, I think what really stood out to both my wife and myself was they showed up prior to the workers starting to work every other morning just to make sure things were right. And the timing of it and the respect of the property and everything else, the workers were terrific. And and me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. This is Al Malmberg. Sunday morning on the World of Aviation, we'll have the pleasure of visiting with Jim Rasmussen, who was a navigator on board a B-17 during World War II. Jim flew 32 missions with the bloody 100th Bomb Group of the 8th Air Force, depicted in the Spielberg Hank series, Masters of the Air. He was invited by the producers to go to Hollywood for the series premiere. Join us Sunday morning at 10.05 for Jim's remarkable story on AM 1280, The Patriot. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try relief factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain, lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better-or-your-money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF. 
ReliefFactor.com. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit AM1280ThePatriot.com today. AM twelve eight, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, SalemNewsChannel.com is new channel that loves America and admits it. There you can go to watch your favorite hosts like Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Brandon Tatum, Sebastian Gorka on the channel that believes freedom of speech and religion are fundamental to everything we do in this society. Salem News Channel puts truth ahead of agenda and will not be bullied by big tech. Make sure you remember that. By the way, Brad, Jack, and I are not on it yet. But I'm sure if there was a, a groundswell of demand for some, some of the finest local hosts in the entire Salem chain to be up there on Salem News Channel, I'm sure they would tune in. I mean, they gave us a table at the station events. Why not time on Salem News Show? Just saying... Have your people call their people. You never know what could happen. Anyway, SalemNewsChannel.com, the place to go. Yeah, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us if you would, please. So, uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, the headliner edition, by the way. Jack uh, Tomzak, the new guy, coming up after uh, 3 o'clock today. have no idea what he's going to talk about. I never do. And yet, it's always worth tuning in. Brad Carlson tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow as, again, everything's a little topsy-turvy here because Holes for Heroes canceled. Thanks, by the way, to Camp Bow Wow for sponsoring what would have been one of the top events of the year. And, and no doubt, God willing, and with a little bit of cooperation from the weather, we'll be again next year. Uh, normally, I fill in for Brad on Super Bowl Sunday, but apparently he's he's not going full Ozzy Osbourne with the party this year. So that's fine. I'll uh, Brad will be on tomorrow doing the voodoo he does. Anyway, so... We're talking about Erin Murphy, her accession to the uh, role of Senate Majority Leader, her idea, which, by the way, echoes the, the same, let's say, chanting point that the DFL has been wrapping itself around for this last year or so, ever since the last round of elections, making Minnesota better for Minnesotans. And, the, I, of course, the question is, better measured how? How much better? Uh, better according to whom and according to what standards here. It's not an idle question. The DFL got into office and they said right off the bat, we're going to reduce poverty by 30%. They wouldn't answer when, by when, by what standard, what measurement of poverty, from poverty to what. I mean, reduce poverty by 30% by getting everyone a dollar above the poverty line. I'm not being obtuse here. I'm genuinely curious what they mean. It's a campaign promise. It should be measurable. I mean, if you are in the real world, promises should have a measurable result. You can find if you kept it or not. They also, what was, what was, oh, yeah. Uh, see, yeah. The, uh, okay, there's a few others. I mean, you think of all the chanting points. Reducing poverty by 30% was a big one. Uh, no, no hungry children. Well, what this is, uh, what this this brought, and by the way, I mean, if if we're going by measurements, I mean, the fact that food shelves are seeing the greatest traffic in recent memory means that they're probably not anywhere near that thirty percent goal. But they stopped talking about it after the uh, after the last uh, or after the last legislative session. So maybe they realized they it was just a bunch of wind in sails. At any rate, 
this is where we get into the idea of what do we call the Democrat approach to government? Says I've, as I said earlier in the broadcast, there's really three contenders. Are they the abusive, narcissistic spouse? Are they the junior high mean girl? Or are they just, uh, are they, are they, I mean, really, those are the two main contenders. Or are they just a bad uh, dog owner? Because one of the things you do when you're a dog owner is, yeah, you have to feed the dog. You got to clip its toenails. You got to you know, not neglect it per se. But you also have to make sure it stays off the couch and, and doesn't uh, eat out, drink out of the toilet. Uh, you got to do all those things because you're the human and it's the dog or the voter. Well, we mix them up if we're talking about DFL. Anyway, and. This ties in with so many things the DFL has been saying. For example, the DFL has been making it very hard to defend yourself in this, or trying to make it very hard to defend yourself in this state, to uphold your Second Amendment rights. I mean, they they want nothing better than to try and, and, and take a chunk out of your Second Amendment rights in this state. But they also are working this next session to remove mandatory minimum sentences for using a gun in a crime, which... In blue cities, they hardly use anyway. They give the ultimate freedom, the freedom to destroy, to the people who are on their side of things. Really, they literally call it room to destroy and refer to it as mostly peaceful when they do the destroying. But if you are a a conservative, a part of the opposition in this state, you operate under the assumption that you get too, too vocal Someone can come by and firebomb your property like they did last week with uh, with three two weeks ago, I guess, with three conservative organizations. Hey, that's just random crime. Yeah. Two fires on two separate floors right in front of three conservative groups. Yeah. Accidental. They, they demand your compliance. You remember during the lockdowns, they demanded you comply. But they only uphold it for people who are outside the, the privileged class. I mean, George Floyd's funeral. They were packed in like sardines. All the rest of us were forced to stay home and, and wear masks in our bathrooms, taking a shower. Well, they tried anyway. They, they, they believe in absolute unaccountable bureaucracy. Oh, yeah. One of the other promises, fully fund education. And yet schools all over the state are still complaining about money and, and going on strike because the teachers aren't getting paid what they, they want. Uh, other great example, feeding our future. I mean, further indictments are coming up uh, on the feeding our future scandal, which uh, wound up with half a billion dollars uh, getting absconded from state coffers. But if you question the provenance of feeding programs in any way, you say, well, you must support hungry children. It's part of the gaslighting we're going to talk about in the next segment here. Oh, by the way, if your kids have it in their mind that they might be a different gender than they were, quote, assigned at birth, end quote, I hate that term. But if you're a parent, I mean, they have absolute freedom, but if you're a parent, you operate under, if the DFL gets its way, you operate under the threat of having your children taken away if they decide they want to be a different gender. Not if they want to decide anything else, just that particular issue. Uh, anyway, so many of these issues that the DFL essentially says, okay, if you're a regular, regular, if you're a normie, if you're a regular law-abiding schnook, we are going to, oh, the value of your labor. This is a controlled demolition of our currency. If you're not getting, if you haven't gotten a 20% raise in the last three years, you're falling behind. If you're a hardworking, working schnook, and I know most of us are, 
If you haven't gotten a 20% raise in this last three years, you are, you're not doing as well as you're doing in 2019. But the DFL is out there making sure that everyone who doesn't work for a living gets everything, they need, all their material needs satiated. What's the intent of this? To show you the dog, excuse me, the cattle, excuse me, the citizen who's really boss. Let's uh, take a quick phone call. Uh, Mike in St. Paul, you got about 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, just wondering if you caught the uh, story last night on CARE 11 about the closure of maternity wards that is happening. No. And uh, your favorite uh, DFLer, Andy, orangutan beard Smith, is uh, <laughs> attempting, attempting to uh, block this with legislation. But the main point I wanted to make, Mitch, was that in the story, they said that half of the births in Minnesota are paid for with Medicaid. Yep, absolutely. I, I will look that. That's a great point. I'm going to have to talk about this uh, in the coming week. Thanks for your call, Mike. 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget Steve Dace. Yes, that's Steve Dace coming up in the next hour talking about the Legislative Evaluation Assembly's Bank, at which he is the headline uh, top card event. Talking about changes in conservative media. Of course, he'll be talking about with a part of the conservative media that has not changed in the least. But that's coming up next hour here. Stick around. Much more to come. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. I believe.com. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from Big Tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Are you tired of being told to hang in there on the Wall Street roller coaster because the market always comes back? Meanwhile, fees continue to be deducted from your account while your retirement withers away? Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In the film, you'll see how Wall Street's traditional retirement plans and 401ks have failed Americans. But more importantly, you'll discover the solution to protecting your hard-earned wealth and retiring successfully. You'll see how to grow money potentially double digits, beat inflation with increasing income, and when the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. Plus, I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again. Playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate. Teammates and coaches that care. The sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, 
but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. What is dedication? I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. AM 1280, The Patriot.